0: All righty, out here in Miami, Florida, with Junior. Uh, how you pronounce your last name? Fayed. Fayed. Uh, junior yes.
1: Fayed. Fayed. I used to like pronouncing it like fade. Yeah. Like, like get a fade, like yeah. Uh, junior fade. Junior fade. I like, like that. It's it's really Fayed.
0: And you grew up in Toronto.
1: No, I grew up in the Middle East. Oh, really? In a, in a tiny, tiny, tiny country called Kuwait. Um, I I grew up there. I was born in the U.S. and so then moved there. You know, because that's where my dad's family is, mother's family is. And then when I was like 13, 14, right. I to Canada and just kind of went up from there.
0: When did you get into like the music industry? Oh,
1: music. Was, it, was Secondly, it music first? Like, I, I would say it was music, but I didn't grow up listening to music. It was like, it was more like discovery of self mm-hmm. at the beginning. Like, I always always used to love, like, to ask myself questions and be like, how do you get better? How do you become happier? And these types of questions at a young age is what allowed me to tap into music. So when you say, like, was it music first? I could say yes. But realistically, it wasn't. It was just my mind taking me to certain places. And then music fit perfectly in the picture two years after I came to Canada when I was 16
0: through self discovery. Yeah, cuz you learn a lot about yourself when you're making music. Especially like when you start like freestyling and stuff. I always say like me and my friends freestyle all the time and like at a certain point your brain takes over and you just start saying things that make a lot of sense. I remember one time I was freestyling on the way to my bussing job and I had this one line I don't. I'd rather not say the line, but dude, I started crying. Say
1: it. Say the line. Okay, so okay, so I was
0: basically freestyling, and then I said, "No, nah, I'd rather not say it. I'd rather not say it."
1: <laughs> At least it was sus. Like we know it was sus. No, no, no yeah. it was. It, it was, was just, just like
0: sus. it described the first twenty years of my life in one line. Wow. And I was fifteen minutes late to work because, dude, I couldn't stop crying. It was crazy. Line. It was wild, like I just hear that line. streams of of. I couldn't control it, but like you really. Like, there's no better self-discovery than just art in general. Exactly, bro.
1: So I started painting. So I, I used to, like, draw when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to, like, I was I was always the artistic kid. Like, my, my parents looked at me and was like, oh, he loves art. But when you grow up in an environment like the Middle East, in the 90s, like, I was, I'm a 98 baby. Yeah. I grew up there, like, 2000, until I think I moved, like, 2012. I came to Canada.
0: Okay. Right?
1: During that time growing up from 98 to 2012, the environment never allowed me to go and discover what I wanted to do. It never encouraged me. So imagine not being allowed to discover, not being even encouraged, because if the first door is not open, why would the second one be open? Right. right? And then you're, you're growing up essentially being a rebel for trying to discover yourself
0: interesting
1: so when i came out of that environment right and this is unfortunately how i grew up in the middle east a lot of people can say differently and 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 pretend like you know there is there is a lot of self-discovery you know options and there's opportunities for you to discover yourself in the middle east like i don't think that's true because i've been there i grew up there maybe now it's different but when i grew up i'm telling you it wasn't true i had to go out and discover like everything for myself again when I left. You know, like you you wouldn't normally imagine a 14 year old to grow up to 14 and then have to restart everything that they learned when they moved to a different place. But that's essentially what happened with me. And I wouldn't say I was self-discovering at a young age before I came to Canada. I wouldn't say I started it, but it was always on my mind. Like even if I wasn't taking actions in real life, it was, it was essentially like, I would think about it. I'd be sitting, I'd be like, am I happy right now? Like I'll be sitting in class and I bet you I was the only kid just thinking like, am I happy right now? It wasn't depression. It wasn't like me being mentally ill. It was just me being self-aware. Right. I knew where I wanted to be at a young age. And when I came to Canada, bro, it was so hard to fit in. It was so hard because I was this kid that barely, well, I spoke good English, but I had an accent. I had a fob accent, like a Middle Eastern accent.
0: So you did know English when you came to of Toronto? Of course, I
1: did. I, bro, I spoke three languages when I came to Canada. Which so three? Like French, English, Arabic.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Where'd the French tie into? I,
1: I grew up like learning French there. So my, my mom like is Lebanese, so ah. that's like part of the culture. So essentially, when I grew up, my parents were very open-minded, right? Compared to the environment. Here very close-minded compared to the environment gotcha so i got the best of both worlds when i was there they allowed me to you know discover myself be free like hey we'll go to canada you know you can have better education i love that about my parents but then when they came here it's like it's just because the 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 extremities in the environment are completely different Mm -hmm. it's two different extremes here you see girls walking around butt naked in the Middle East, which is now, it's transitioning. But I'm just giving you my perspective from when I was there, right? You, that wasn't normal, bro. Like, guys used to get, like, excited about, like, a girl's ankle or a girl's, like, shoulder showing or, like, what type of dress she's wearing. Here, people don't even pay attention to the type of clothing anymore unless it's, like, for fashion. Yeah. You know? It's, they don't even compliment clothes. It's like, damn, nice ass. That's, that's a compliment here. Like, you can't say that, bro. You'll literally get arrested for that. You know, so that's just to explain it like in a very clear way, Mm -hmm. in a very extreme way, like how I see it. And for me to come here and be like, yo, I don't fit in here because I grew up with all these like things. And everyone here is just so nonchalant about a lot of things that I think are wrong. How do I discover myself? How do I voice my, how do I, like, what do I do? And I just started getting into music. So I started producing. I started like, you know, listening to different songs and making mixes I was slowly getting to the EDM scene, but I knew like there wasn't a lot of people that were my type of personality in that industry. So I didn't want to step into it. Stepped into the hip hop industry instead because that's something that speaks to who I am. Someone who came from nothing. Someone who actually like, you know, can voice their opinion and speak on behalf of certain people. Cause there's a lot of kids in my position that still haven't made it yet, that are still in the Middle East, messaging people like me yeah. for, for solutions and help. So it's like. I'm sitting out here, pretending like, you know, yeah, music is the greatest thing. Music is this. Music is that. But I didn't get into it because I love music. I, that's not why I got into it. I obviously love music now, but it's not the reason I got into it. And and there's a big difference, bro. There's a big difference between someone who's talented coming into music and someone who has a struggle and wants to find a solution to voice their opinion. Mm. Because they're so good at self-discovery that they're like, I can help people self-discover themselves as well.
0: Right. And you definitely didn't get into it for the money. No. Which a lot of people, like, I think if you get into the music industry for the money, you're starting on a bad foundation. Yeah, I got these at uh, Walgreens. It was the only non-feminine shades they have. I feel like I'm about to go play golf in like a a Bentley. I'm like just retired. You have the shades on use Yeah, if for those of you who just listen to the audio, we're out in Miami Beach on the private beach and we got like a pelican in the background. I don't know if they can see that, but there's this a pelican just sitting there and we were just talking about this beforehand like do you see Miami as like a big distraction uh, compared to Toronto?
1: Okay. So this is this is a big thing because you know how I'm in the music industry, right? The music industry's filled with distractions. Filled yeah, that with right, distractions. yeah. Filled with distractions. So if you can put and, and this is going to sound weird, but if you're in the music industry, if you can put yourself in an environment where you're full of distractions, you'll make it. Interest. Okay. This is the music industry. And the reason for that is the music industry is full of distractions. Logically, if you sit down with anyone and tell them this is what I did for the week in the music industry, they're going to be like, how are you earning money off of that?
0: Yeah, I, I I'm still a bit confused about how people yeah. make money off streams yeah. and all that. That's why I'm really excited it's, it's, for this. It's
1: such it's such an interesting topic, and we'll get all into it. But Miami is a big distraction, and and Miami is the type of environment that the music industry can thrive in, right? Yeah. But what I'm seeing right now, obviously with the environment that we have, like at the Millionaire orphanage, and you know everyone trying to do e-commerce, a combination of everything. It's not like just a house full of artists, everyone's making music. There's a combination of things in between. So I think Miami, yes, is full of distractions, but it's full of pros and cons as well that you have to like evaluate. You can't just make your, you can't make up your mind or or judge Miami based on, oh, it's just full of distractions. Right. Yeah, I'm just going to go there and get distracted. Like, sure, a lot of places in the world are like that, but Miami also offers a lot of opportunities that other places don't. So that's why I put it on top of the distracted places list, I guess. We could create a fictional list and put Miami at the top because, like, Miami, if you want to be distracted and still make money, that's where you go. Yes, sir. That's where you go. Yes, sir. And, like, at the end of the day, like, you choose whether or not to be distracted or not. Distracted is is a very, like, subjective thing discipline you know like it's it's just discipline exactly it's like whether you do it or not it's not about your personality it's not like bro there's people that could be in the best position in their lives and they're not doing something and that's it yeah like they'll, they'll or,
0: or pre- that it seems like they're in a great position in life, but behind the scenes like i met a lot of people yeah. i'm like i thought you were like i thought you were like really successful yeah. and like it turns out they're really not yeah. but online that's what i I was talking to you about right before this, I just see a lot of people out here very, so concerned about their online life that they're kind of forgetting about their offline life. And therefore they're more, they're getting so focused Mm -hmm. on perceiving that they're successful rather than becoming successful themselves. That's why I see a lot of people who think that they're more, they're more concerned about hanging with successful people than becoming successful. I saw a lot of that in LA too, but like it all comes down to mental discipline. I'm also going to start the voice memo just in case, just in case. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's my take on Miami so far. Like you know, I was talking like, even just being here for three days, I've I've gotten distracted. Yeah. And so, what what's what what would you say say because you've been here for about two, two months. Two months. Two months. So one away
1: and I haven't gone back yet.
0: I love it. <laughs> what would you say to someone coming out to Miami to prevent them from getting like into like falling deep into the club scene, forgetting what they're doing? Like
1: okay, and this is this is gonna be like. You'll be surprised to hear this from me, bro, because I never talk about this. And like, I I deadass never talk about this. I think the only thing that can keep you from doing that is being close to God Mm -hmm. and being one with your environment. So when I say one with your environment, I literally mean you being aware of everything that is touching you at all times. You being aware of everything that you're breathing in at all times. You being aware of everything that you see at all times, right? Right. You being aware of everything you hear at all times, all times. If you can adapt that mentality and just just somehow turn it on, like I I told you how you have to act, just turn it on. Think, think about everything, right? Don't be an overthinker where it's like, it's pushing you to the point where you're like stressing and and overthinking and, and starting to procrastinate and it hurts your body, like it hurts your mental, like no, don't do it that way. Do it in a way that like, I'm comfortable man I know I know I'm in a good place, right you could you could look at the house, you could look at the beach like you could look at me, I'm happy, I'm satisfied, I don't need anything right now, right, and that's me being complacent, me being someone who's here, and it's like, you know what? I appreciate this. I'm aware of every, every everything that I'm around and everything that I'm touching, and I think that's one thing, one big quality in people that I've seen here like that compares the successful people to the failures. That's, that's one thing. And the second thing is being close to God. And when I say being close to God, it's whether, whatever you choose to believe in and holding on to that. Mm-hmm. Because I see a lot of people come out here and they let go of everything that they believe in,
0: all values all, all their morals. morals, all
1: their values, everything. And it's like it's so crazy to me because I've never been the type of person to see like so many fake people. I've never bro, never. Yeah, I used to call out every single fake person that I've seen in my life but now it's like too many I can't Yeah, it almost gets like to a point where like you're, you're, you're gonna have to battle like you know 50% of the people you meet because one in two people in Miami brother if you're coming out to Miami know that one in two people are capping yes faking it faking it at, at least at least one time in front of you at least one in two people faking about something And you know how you could tell when someone's faking it? How's that? Ask them to do it again. Ask them to say it again. Yeah. Everyone's here. Yo, can you say that again? Watch how their tone changes. Mm -hmm. You know how many people I've called out on their cap, bro? Can you explain? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, just ask ask them to reiterate. Don't even ask them to say it again. Reiterate. Explain. A lot of people here, this this is why I don't like... I know we have the helicopter right now, but this is why I don't like certain people and being around certain people is because sometimes people like to treat conversations as just a surface level form of, you know, like bond, like it's like a surface level. But I think the conversation aspect of human connection is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. It's what separates us from animals. So when you're going out and having conversations like, yeah, bro, make 300K a month. And then that's it. And then like everyone just said like, you know, you just randomly like spewed that out. And it's like, bro, why are you capping? You know, like someone will say that. And I hope that people that come out to Miami are able to say that more and actually question people Mm -hmm. because the amount of failed business ventures and partnerships and, and, and deals that fell through because of people like this, that just cap, right? And, and they say something, they're like, yeah, we're gonna do this together. And it's like, you're the only one providing value. And then two weeks later, you're like, damn, I regret it, man. I, sh- I should have been more self-aware and just kind of been like, you know what? I'll hold off. That way you don't have to go through that mentally. You don't have to go through that in your life. You don't, you don't need to see it. You, you, don't, you shouldn't even put yourself around fake people and believe them and be like, yes, let's do it together.
0: Why do you think so many people try to fake it out here?
1: why is like it just the competition it it, yeah because it's how hard it is to make it and i'm not saying because it's challenging to make it and there's like a lot of obstacles there's actually no obstacles to making it that's the reality of of the world nobody's stopping you from making it you can chill at yourself your home and become a millionaire off of crypto i've seen it happen in front of my eyes yeah kids that don't have parents bro in front of my eyes get rich off of their laptop everything is self-taught i think there are no obstacles to success Okay, there's no obstacles to being wealthy. Of course, if you're in a third world country, like we're here sitting in a first world country talking about this. If I was in a third world country, my opinion about it would be completely different. And I I just have to clear that up because a lot of people will tell me, success is very hard. Sure, you haven't succeeded yet. That's why it looks like that. I agree, I'm I'm on your side. I agree 100%, but as someone who's seen success and L's and success and L's and success, it's easy. It's the easiest shit you'll see. You just have to like put yourself in it. And then it gets, it becomes a question of risk and reward. How much success do you want? How much success you get is how good you're able to measure your risk versus reward. And that's the only way to really make it in life. And a lot of people, when you, when you ask why do they fake it? It's because they don't understand what risk and reward even means. They don't know how to navigate in life. And it's like, you are it's like an empty shell. People who cap to me, are like an empty shell yeah they don't know who they are if you've met people like like fez like luca like you right like splash there's no cap where's the cap mm-hmm. most more times we're actually holding back information only giving 10 percent, right only giving what will help the person in front of us and taking out all the braggadocious and the egotistical yeah. comments and 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 narrative in your conversation and i think that is why people cap because some some people don't don't understand what that even means and what i just said you don't just like learn that in life it's not part of your morals or your culture it's literally how to be successful it's how Mm -hmm. to actually communicate as a human being and reach a next level of state of mind which a lot of people haven't reached there yet like i wasn't there two years ago I wouldn't be able to break down the conversation and and be able to organize it in my head and and understand, you know, like what needs to be said and what doesn't need to be said. Right. So when I see people, let's say in a position that I was in two years ago, I'm just by all like by all means necessary, I'm just going to avoid them. I'm not their father. I'm not their brother. I'm not their mentor. I'm not going to sit down and lecture them. That's not my job. I'm not being an asshole. I'm not. That's just not my job.
0: That's their right? job.
1: Exactly. So it's like if you see someone like that capping and stuff, you can either fall for it because you're naive and your life is on an ambiguous path that you, ha- you just want to take any opportunity. Or you're the type of person that's like, good for you, man. Like someone tells you, "Yo, I'm making this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And you're just sitting there like, good for you, man. And they expect you to be like, yo, I want to be friends with you, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's why people cap like because it's like it, there's just an empty shell that like they know they're an empty shell. They know that themselves and they're going out and capping and like wanting people to like them. Mm-hmm. But you know what it is? There's people who are already so elevated from the sheep mentality that like we see that very easily. I'm sure you're the same person, bro. You can see when someone caps.
0: 100% <laughs> like real recognize real. The fake can't distinguish between the two they'll, they'll, they'll they they can not distinguish when someone's fake they can't distinguish when someone's right. real so i learned that um like uber driving it's like i can tell when someone is real and that's how i know i'm real right. but if if i'm like like you said if someone's talking about oh, i'm making this or this and i'm like oh I'll, I'll let me be your friend you know like all that i know that that person like we were talking at the start they're more formed by society than their morals and values right. that they threw out the window a long time ago to potentially get where they are right now.
1: And that's why there's the, the mentality of sheep. Yes. Because sheep live in what, in what type of environment? Grasslands, right? Mm-hmm. And all types of animals in the grasslands, like, if you think about grasslands, like, what will you think? It's fucking animals with four legs walking at a slow pace. There's nothing running. There's nothing going crazy. There's nothing building structures. There's no, It's just cattle, and that's why. Like, if you want to be formed by your environment, and your environment is a grassland, you're gonna become a sheep. Mm-hmm. So let me explain to you what the metaphor of a grassland is, because I feel like this is a concept that I wish I learned at a young age. Right? Mm-hmm. Being in in waves, like you know, there's. Bro, I forgot the names of these animals, but they're like birds in the Atlantic Ocean that fly there, they survive like their home is those 50 foot wave like conditions. Yeah. In the middle of the ocean. That's where they live, bro.
0: They just float on top.
1: They just, they survive in the Atlantic ocean, bro. they just fly. It's like, I learned this in, in, I think it was geography. It's the craziest type of animal, like extreme environments, bro. Right. I'm not talking about a bacteria that lives in a volcano and stuff like that. I'm talking about a bird that lives in the middle of Atlantic Ocean and there's waves, bro, like 250, 60 foot waves, 100 foot waves, and these birds are surviving out there. And then there's animals like sheep out there in the grassland. Okay, sure. You could say, if you look at it from a creation perspective, every animal is meant to be where they are, but we're not animals. Mm-mm. God didn't create us on this earth to, for us to just sit there and not move. No. Nope. God wants us to roam this earth. God wants us to go and build on this earth and and become closer together and become one as a humanity. That's how we move on to the next stage. But everyone here chooses to live so in the moment that it's like, you're not even thinking about the bigger picture. You're letting your environment determine. You just want to live like an animal. And that's why like a lot of people that are in these grassland environments. And let me explain the metaphor. When I say grassland environments, in the real world, this translates to being in school, having a nine to five job being dependent on your parents, being dependent on a government check. All these things are literally dependencies that create the sheep mentality, the, the herd mentality. And that's why a lot of people think like that. I'll, I'll bet you right now, if you look at anyone who says something that is like sheep mentality words or, or a saying that like only a sheep would say, look at their life and look at those four things that I just mentioned and you'll find at least one thing.
0: Yeah, and when you say dependent on their parents, that's not necessarily just financially dependent on their parents, dependent on, on their Jobs, morals. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: if something happens in your life and you take it l, who's going to be there for you? If you have your parents, oh, bro, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. Because that's like, that's something that a lot of people overlook. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really four things that you have to like understand, like why why people don't get it. Like, why are people still sheeps? Why, why do people still cap? Like, why, like, bro, I've seen the conversation between sheep and I've seen the conversation between sharks and oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. When you're sitting with a shark and they're saying things to you, bro, every single word hits different. Mm-hmm. Every single word. When you're sitting with a sheep or a bunch of sheep, it's just random bits of conversation. And at the end of like a four hour conversation, you're like, What did i just talk about (laughs) what did we just all just sit down here and do and that's that's why like bro there's a big difference and that's why i don't like having sheep conversations i like having shark conversations conversations like this where you can actually digest and keep the conversation in your head for so long that it's like it's almost like marinating bro Mm -hmm. so much good stuff that can come out
0: i think many people they don't question their environment whatsoever therefore they don't even question themselves right like when they are have like when they are having those conversations or when they are like doing that flexing or whatever, it's just like they don't even take a look at the man in the mirror to discover, to even question if what they're doing is right. If this is actually them, if this this is actually something they want to do. Right. So, so that's why so many people are just unhappy and they turn to drugs and alcohol is a drug. A lot of people fall into the five o'clock somewhere mentality. And that's usually why, because it's a, it's a uh, uncomfortable feeling to question it it's uncomfortable and so there's there's two routes you can either go deep into why is it uncomfortable or you can be i don't want to deal with that feeling right now how can i ignore this how can i numb this right and i promise you those are two very different people that go on two very different paths
1: that's so crazy yeah that's actually so crazy bro because when you think about it like there's there's a lot of places that you can go in the world you can go from the top to the bottom, or you can go from the bottom to the top. And there's a whole lot of different ways that you can get from top to bottom and bottom to top. Unlimited. Unlimited. But I think we talked about this before in the podcast. Having a code, having like certain set of values that you live by, and whether it be rituals, prayers, uh, so routines, habits, certain people that you keep around you all the time, certain things. I wouldn't say things, but like some people, with certain things, those things, they create more of a personality. So you're not a yes. you're not a you're not a shell, mm-hmm. empty shell, or a creates, clone. Exactly, you're not a clone. You're not someone who just is a ball of emotion just moving, and it's just like you're this emotional, you know, soul just moving around, roaming with with literally nothing to prove for itself even. Right? And a lot of people that I met, when they don't have goals, I'm like. You need to start building routines
2: because mm-hmm.
1: that's how you figure out whether you want to be doing something or not, bro. A lot of people, if you gave them the choice to live for one day, one day, tell them, yo, you have one day to live. I bet you every single person in the world will do something that they've never done and they would never do in their, for- in their lifetime.
0: Yeah. Why? Because they know it's the end is near.
1: Why though? Why can't they do it and know that they have 60 more years to live?
0: I think it probably ties into the fact of I'm reading a book right now about it. It's kick yourself off a someday island. And it's I'll do that someday. I'll do that someday, but not today. There's right. two types of people in this world, the somedays and the todayers. Right. And like this goes back to actually looking yourself in the mirror. The
1: I just got goosebumps because I think I know what book you're talking about
0: it's uh no it's called, i think it's called no excuses
1: when was that released it was a while ago right
0: i'm not sure i just got it on amazon
1: yeah i think you got to show me that book i think i read it already
0: absolutely and that
1: just gave me goosebumps like i just had like deja vu like really like, yeah like i've been here before bro
0: deja vu is crazy, this is crazy. what do you think deja vu even is because i've had, i don't know about uh, you but I've, I've had dreams yeah that i'll have date i have a weird type of deja vu where it's like okay I remember the specific day I had this dream where this happened. I actually had it at the standard a couple days ago when I was there. I'm like, I looked down, I looked up, I saw this. I remember this. I had this dream like last year. Right. I remember this.
1: You want me to tell you what a deja vu is, bro? Yeah. Because I've had a whole lot of deja vus, bro. I think deja vus means that your life is on the right path. And Mm -hmm. if you have a good deja vu, your life is on a good path. If you're having a bad
0: deja vu, you need to get out. Bad deja vu isn't like just bad feelings like, around like it. Like,
1: let's say like you're in a bad situation and you said, I just had a deja vu. Whoa, bro. Interesting. That's the, you should not be having deja vus in bad situations. Interesting. That means your life is on the wrong path. But if you're having deja vus, like we're out here doing a podcast. Who knows how many people this is going to help? Who knows where this is going to go, bro? This podcast is more than just a conversation. And that's why I chose to do this. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm I'm adding value, right? Because for us, we don't understand that like you can choose to do things that don't add value, and put yourself in in situations where you're having meanless deja vu's, or you could put yourself in situations where you're elevated, pushing your boundaries. I don't I don't talk on podcasts, bro.
0: Is I this got, your first one?
1: Well, I wish it was, but like I did a bunch of them, like just specific ones.
0: Is this your first in person one?
1: First in person one i love it face to face love it yes bro and like i'm telling you the way i look at things is always how can i add value because I, I don't know like i'm not the type of person to just hold on to everything and not admit it mm-hmm. like i'm not i will receive something and admit it immediately because i'm the type of person that's like i love to be the aggregator bro i don't like to ever have anything i'm never attached to something like i'm I'll always like yes i got this Okay, let me let me do the same thing for other people. Let me help them. Like I got I got a little bit of money. Let me take that money, use it, craft it, use my own way and give it to my people that way they can grow their own stuff and we can build together. Because nobody's doing that for them. And that's why I think like that. And there's a lot of things that a lot of people wouldn't do. And that's what you have to that's the direction that you have to think in like why would someone do this right now? The inconvenience this this that The value might not be added. Like, I don't see the immediate reward. And it's like, all right, I'm not going to do it. And then you're still in the same spot. You didn't move. You didn't evolve. You didn't do anything. And that's why it's like, it's either today, it's either you do it and and you understand you're aware of everything that you're feeling while you're doing it. And you're teaching yourself how to adapt as a human being. Because you're a soul. You can control your brain. You can control your hands. You can control everything that was given to you by God that is attached to your body and your soul. You can control all of it. Obviously, unless you have a, a, a disease and, and that's just like, you know, you're at this point. You have an excuse. But to us, people with four, you know, we have four limbs. We have eyes. We're talking. We're breathing. We can hear like, bro, what excuse do you have? Right. This is a conversation that when you look at all the biases that are in this environment, everything that is, whether it be, oh, they look good, they're dressed nice. Oh, these kids must be making a lot of money. These kids are in a first world country. They have a private beach in the background. Sure. Those are the biases in the, in the, in the conversation. And the conversation is going to be a little bit more on a, on a higher scale. But believe it or not, a lot of people want to be on that higher scale. Like we're, we're in a part of, we're part of a generation where I guarantee you, there's at least 40 million kids that want to do exactly what we want to do because the nine to five ain't cutting it. Mm-mm. School ain't cutting it. Nope. These pre-programmed education systems that are branded for profit are not working anymore, bro. Hell no. We don't want to feed the pockets of these families that have built schools and, and all of that and just keep feeding their wealth and they're, they're probably raising kids that are not even going to make a change in the world. Because look at who's changing the world right now. It's not trust fund babies. It's not, it's not, it's not people who had like estates back in the day and like land passed down. That's, those are not the people changing the world right now. It's people that came from nothing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's a lot of kids like us, Scott. There's a lot of kids like us that didn't like get the, the, the tools handed to them. They don't have these four things that I talked about, which is like being spoiled by your parents, nine to five, you know, having education. Like those things, a lot of people don't have. And it's like, it's like, okay, the way I see it, it's a good thing and a bad thing, right? I don't wanna, I don't wanna like make people feel bad because they don't have schooling or they don't have people, their parents depending on them. It's actually a bad thing. And we talked about that earlier, where Mm -hmm. it's like, you wouldn't want that to succeed. You're going to become a sheep, a sheep of your environment, a sheep of the 21st century, not a sheep of the 19th, not a sheep of the 20th, but a sheep of the 21st century. And the way I see it personally, there's always going to be more sheep. So for us to be having a podcast like this, we might be waking up a lot of people, a lot of people,
0: a lot of people need to be woken up,
1: a lot of people, because you know what? They don't believe that someone could be in a position like this. Someone could be 23, year old, 23 years old making their parents' salary in a week like we talked about earlier. That is unbelievable. That is beyond insane to normal people. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think you should keep it up. I think that's something that like, you should look at it as just like a stepping stone. It's not like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't celebrate it. But a lot of a lot of sheep would celebrate that shit if it happened to them. A lot of a lot of sheep would rap about it or talk about it. Like obviously if it's a little freestyle, alright, cool. But like <laughs> if if it's if it's like serious, like if you're trying to seriously let that portray your image and you're talking about it, it's not cool.
0: Well, like you were saying, do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Exactly.
1: If you're if you're not capped, do it again, bro
0: that's it and it's like
1: that bro i i love talking because you can break it down so many times right and explain it to the person who's listening because a lot of the times people just can't insert themselves in your head it doesn't work bro people don't can't just put themselves in your shoes if you don't understand how you think right and a, a lot of these quotes are like yo don't judge a book by its cover put yourself in someone else's shoes i think these are the most corny and and useless quotes to actually help someone discover themselves because you can never put yourself in someone else's shoes. If you don't know what your shoes look like, Mm -hmm. you might've never even worn shoes. You don't even know how to put shoes on. How are you going to be in someone else's shoes and, and look at their perspective? You know? So that's just my opinion on it. And like, I think to go back on your point of like why people cap, why people get distracted you just have to look at who they are as a person and i bet you scott nine times out of ten you can tell who's capping just by looking at them judge a book by its cover and and i bet you it'll be right especially in miami especially here yeah judge a book by its cover and nine times out of (laughs) ten you're right whether it be about a girl or a man
0: that's just my personal opinion about it. It's that one time you got to worry about because I've I've been in those situations before where I'm like I look at them on the outside I'm like I know what this person's all right. about but then I talk to them I'm like right. I was dead wrong I was dead wrong right. so I think and, and like it's it's important to see someone how they portray themselves because right. that's important to who they are right. even if they're different on the inside why are you why are you changing who you are how, why are you trying to change. Who you're presenting yourself as when you're really this person right here mm. and so that that goes into the whole mixed personalities dual personalities i mean you'll have conversations with this person and he'll be like agreeing with you on this and then you'll see him have a conversation with this person he's agreeing with them on the opposite of what they're saying so it's like it go it just goes back to people being formed by their outside environment, rather uh, than, than their inside. And the more you're formed, the more you allow yourself to be formed by your right. outside environment, the more you lose the inside. And if you keep your inside, you have a massive, massive level up on everybody, especially in right. this, this type of environment. You know,
1: I had a talk with one of my mentees that's out here, Benji. And we talked about this yesterday, or I think it was two nights ago. And I told him the reason a lot of people are like that, and there's a psychology behind it, right? You can read a lot of books. Um The Mastery of Love by Deepak Chopra. Very good book. Yeah. Love it.
0: Love I haven't it. read that one, but Deepak Chopra is great, dude. I love it.
1: I love it. And and the reason I love it is because it teaches you certain fundamentals about separating your relationships with people and knowing how to address someone and how to build relationships, right? A lot of people don't have that skill. A lot of people just treat everyone like their brother. We'll treat everyone like a friend. We'll treat everyone like a coworker. There's different types of people. And I think the reason for that is because, and, and this is something that I really brought up and I, I want to I, I wanna bring it up because it's like, it's super important. and This is how you succeed, bro. And this, I, I went through this for six years of my life. I'm 23, but I went through it for six years. It's not being able to, to separate your real life, your family, your parents, like your wife, your, your education, like your knowledge about the universe, your religion, how to separate that from actual work and success. And when people mix the two, that's when you see those split personalities. That's when you see Mm -hmm. like when, when, when you don't know how to turn on and off, when your baby's crying, you turn on for family, your baby stops crying off you're back to work that's how successful people work that's how that's how successful people elevate they're, they're able to switch from one to one a lot of people mix the two they'll be sitting with their baby working and doing all this stuff and i'm trying to be successful i got my baby with me i got my mom sitting over there i got you know i got my, my food cooking up that's your life that's your personal life how are you gonna mix your routines your habits and everything with what you're actually doing to succeed Mm -hmm. this should be the foundation for you to succeed on you can't mix the two this should be what like your life and your personal, everything that you hold dear to yourself and your personal and your habits and your routines should be what gets you to success right but with success this is where you're going to take all the fucking l's this is where you're going to be hit this is where you're going to be spat on your face people are going to spit on your face when you're trying to be successful people are going to yell at you People are going to doubt you. People are going to say, you're not going to do it. They don't want you to do it. But when you never mix the two, this doesn't get touched. Yes. This can go up and down. This can go up and down. But the gravity that it has to this and the strength of this, the weight of this, of your life, your routines, your habits, and how like it's a rock. It doesn't, you can't open it. Oh. Close. Oh. Close. You can't open Mm -hmm. it. I love to move my hands. It, like, <laughs> it paints the picture so much better. You can't open it, and that's why like your your life doesn't get affected by success. You can get a twenty thousand dollar bag, and this doesn't change. Obviously, yeah, you can start funneling the success and making better habits. But like, I think anyone who has their life together and their habits and knows what they want, which is a habit that you see with older people, right? I think that leads to more success. Yeah. And, and the separation between real life, real life, family, religion, um, your habits, your wife, your kids, any, anything that like you do on a day-to-day life that is just human being things, just you're a human being, mm-hmm. love, emotion, you know, like that type of stuff is all natural. It's real life. It's not a success. You don't have to be a successful person to to go through these things. Right? And that's how you separate. It's like, is a successful person doing this? No. So it's like, sure, I can have kids if I'm not successful. I can get a wife if I'm not successful. I can do a lot of things if I'm not successful. That's a fact. But the difference between these two is success, it's a lot more volatile. It's a lot more dangerous. It's a lot more scary. And when people choose to mix the two... That's when you get depression. That's when you get just, oh my God, bro. People choose to think that like your business is everything. Your whole life is determined on whether you succeeded or not. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Because you know what? If if your life and everything is not touching your success, you can put this aside sometimes and say, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to grab the success ball by the balls and I'm going to squeeze the juice out of it. That way I can funnel some juice into my life again. Mm -hmm. Because- a lot of people, when they mix the two, how are you gonna put it aside? If you're putting aside your life at that point and they're, they're, they're together, you're not gonna be successful. And that's, that's, the, that's the, the problem that a lot of people have. Like they work nine to five, they get education, whatever. If you put that shit to the side, you're not gonna make it because you're not doing anything at that point. Everything that you said was gonna make you success, you tied it into your life, your daily life, your daily everything. And now you're not happy, so you put it aside, you put, you put your life aside, and you put the, the ball of success, your whole like compilation of everything that you've done to be successful, you're putting it aside. That's the one that should always be moving. Mm-hmm. That's the one who should be like the highest like you know the temperature of it is scorching hot, and your life should be cool, your life should be calm, collected. you know your habits should be calm, collected, you shouldn't be doing rational things for yourself like waking up in the morning and not brushing your teeth i think that's a very rational thing to do very irrational because when you are not treating your body like a temple and you don't care about yourself that means that there's there's other things lacking maybe the stress of you wanting to become successful or whatever is tying into your life and fucking it up right you got to rely on god you got to let your life be unaffected by what you do to succeed you have to rely on god and say you know what It's a day by day thing. It's always up and down. But my life, I can hold down a good life. And I'm, bro, I'm telling you, this is no cap. You can hold down a good life in this world. You know how, you see how chaotic it is? You see how fucked up the world is? You could still have a nice family. You could still believe in God. You could still have kids. You could still have a wife. You could still have, you know, habits and routines. And you could still have things that you like, that you do that are like, you know, make you human, whether it be fishing. Hell yeah. I, yeah, bro. I love fishing. Me too. We can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I think that's just the separation, bro. And the concept of having these two balls, like the the ball of success and and, you know, the ball of life. It's two completely different things because you don't need to be successful to live a good life. You don't. You don't need to be successful. I've seen so many people that are happy with nothing. And I think that's like, state of mind that I need to reach to. That's like the next, like like we're talking about, That's fulfillment. Yeah, yeah. Like we're in a state of mind right now where, you know, we're young, we're hustling, whatever. But like the next state of mind, which I don't even know where I'm going to get, when I'm going to get there. Because I I personally, I don't think I'm ready to get there. I don't want to get there. I don't. But hey, I might want something that it might hurt me. Like, you know, instead of, like I, I'm i saying, I don't want it, but it might be for the good of my soul and my benefit. It might put me in a better place. So. Now it's like, it's a challenge with myself. You see, I'm challenging myself now Mm -hmm. because I'm saying, I don't want to be in a position where I say I don't need anything or I don't want to make money. I don't want to be successful. But you know what? I need to get there. And that's how a lot of people, a lot of normal people should be thinking. Right? I can easily say it now and confront myself, but a lot of people can't. A lot of people can't say, you know what I just said? I actually, nah, I need to do that because that's the next state of mind that I need to get to. And even if I don't want it, I have to get there to evolve as a human being, bro. Yeah. Our only purpose in this life and, and why we're created is to, to expand our knowledge and our, our brains and our souls. Like we're not here to just waste time, party all the time and just, you know, like <laughs> I, a lot of people think that your, your life on earth is like, we're just born randomly
0: and right. like, have know, a dude, good time. Have and a good go. time.
1: Yo, you only live once. Like, nah, nah.
0: Change the world. No. Yep, change the world. And you're talking about how you got the ball of success and like the ball of family life and everything combined equals the fulfillment. And I think that's the ultimate goal because someone can be financially successful, but then they're cheating on their wives, they're ignoring their their kids, right. doing all that. Right. So it's important to keep those two in check because both are important. But and like you were saying, some people you know forty thousand dollars a year and nine to five, but they absolutely love their life, they love their wife, they love their kids, they go to all their soccer games or the coach and everything and they're just the happiest person yes. it comes down to like some i think a lot of people that's not meant for it but they also feel that pressure to be like i gotta do this and then like that can even be a direction right. where they're not happy because right. now they're so focused and so stressed about making money making money that they're forgetting the one thing that actually makes them happy right and so it's it's it everything we're talking about it just leads right back to that look at the man in the mirror and know and Understand who you want to become, not what society wants you to become, not what your parents want you to become. Self
1: discovery is the reason I became successful. And I think if a lot of people can self discover themselves, I'm not saying question your sexuality. Please don't do that. All right. I'm telling you, question what you are doing on a day to day basis. And is it going to put you in a position in life where you want to be, where you need to be? Your soul only knows what it needs. Yeah. Your brain, your heart doesn't know shit. Your soul, on the other hand, which fuels your subconscious, fuels your habits, fuels the things that you choose to believe in, that's what your soul is.
0: Would you say, I feel like the soul is linked to the heart. Like when you get a heart feeling. Yeah. My mentor put it perfectly. He goes, the only.
1: I think the heart is like the, the most delicate organ. Yeah. It's not connected. Like, I don't think like, oh, like obviously if, if if you guys shot in the heart like your soul's gonna you're gonna hurt you're gonna die, but like what i'm saying is like i don't like to see like the soul isn't a physical thing like it's not it's not something that's attached, and like when you die like it just gets detached and then like it's in your body mm-hmm. it's there, but it's also like as human beings, we need to talk about it in certain words and explain it and and allow our brains to get the imagery of what it what you know what it means and as close as possible like when you say god or soul like our brains can only go so far to imagine what what it is that we're talking about so as humans i think you know we could we could try and talk about it and say yeah it's attached it's this but it's it's really it's in our real world right now like where we see we feel we hear you know soul doesn't exist a soul mm-hmm why would anyone believe in a soul but you know what god's books that were brought down told us that there is a soul the ultimate knowledge the real knowledge, the knowledge not the knowledge
0: yes you weren't
1: given at birth or isn't being spoon fed to you in 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 university and in, in high school you know you're being spoon fed information versus you going out there and actually finding this information that will allow you to reach that next state yeah you know and that's how i see it like at the end of the day, when people choose to think of a concept and not even be able to imagine what it is as a human being, I think you're limiting yourself. Anything is possible. You can think about anything and realize it. Right. And that's why, like, when you said the soul, like the heart is like almost attached to the soul. Like, I agree. It's, it's because everything that you feel, everything that you, you know, your emotion, the, the love that you spew out, everything comes from there. And that's essentially what your soul is resonating. Yes. And that's why, I like, the heart is the most important organ in, right. in in the whole human body. But I think it's also an illusion of saying the heart makes you feel certain ways. It's the soul. Exactly. Gotcha. So you're not feeling, like, goosebumps and whatever because your heart is, like, contracting.
0: I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah,
1: your whole body's contracting. Your body temperature's changing. Your head's changing. Your heart's bumping faster, like... It's a combination of these things. So like choosing to like think about the heart is like yo like that's just the closest thing to the soul. I think the whole body is one with the soul. Mm-hmm. Every single part of your body is attached to your soul. That's a great way to right? put it. Like it's it's not like your soul just in the center of your body and like it's just like a little piece. Like no, your whole body is like the soul is like it's everywhere. Everywhere there's life is a soul. Everywhere yeah. there's life in your body is a soul.
0: This this blew my brain when I I was told this. it said the brain's only function is to perform what the heart tells us to do. Yeah. And so like when I'm in a decision between should I follow what my head says or follow what my heart says, I'm understanding the, head is, the head's not there to think and tell you what to do. The heart is. The heart is. And the head's there for it to perform because the heart can't perform it. The head, the brain, yeah. is what allows your body to function to perform what the heart's telling you to do. And you know the word heart is
1: just a metaphor
0: for soul. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I'm, I'm glad you said that because that makes complete sense. Yes. The heart is the soul, the subconscious, the ultimate yes. knowledge.
1: We choose to symbolize our soul as like the heart because the heart is like essentially seen as like the powerhouse. Yeah. You know, like when you talk about mitochondria, the powerhouse of all cells, like, okay, there's, you have a powerhouse that's, you know, making you things and allowing you to, to believe in more things and elevate yourself, but then other people don't. So when you get to the position where you're talking about, you know, I need to I need to work harder. I need to get up there. I need to start like, you know how we think every day. Like, I need to get up and be better as a person. I need to do this. I need to do that. if you don't have that powerhouse inside of you, which is fueling your soul, feeding your soul, which is the habits, the family, like because these are normal things that a soul needs. But we were created souls souls to discover love. Discover intimacy, you know, discover being able to forgive and and accept that there's someone bigger than us and accept that there's going to always be people lower than us. And we have to balance that. That's what the soul is created for, right? And when you put things that allow you to become a powerhouse, like your body's a powerhouse for your soul and just you're elevating yourself, you'll notice that you become more successful and, and people will like you more. You're just more you're able to navigate the earth bro yeah what were we put on this earth to do to navigate it why would you want to be in your freaking apartment or or locked in your mom's basement for the rest of your life why are you not trying to make an impact as a human at least for me i know very well what my answer is i want to change the world whether it be with billions or trillions i don't know what it'll take for me to change the world but i'm gonna figure it out and everyone has the job to 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 figure out in terms of like, I don't think everyone has a purpose in terms of like what they want to do yet, because it's just about self-discovery. You have to self-discover your purpose. If you don't live a life where you're self-discovering yourself, you might not even have a purpose by the time you're out. Bro, think about it. How many human beings in history, you think the chances of someone dying without a purpose is very uncommon? No. It's very common. And that's why it's a scary thing that's why i get up every day and i'm like i'm I'm low-key scared bro i get up and i'm like if i don't put in as much effort as i can today i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and feel more regret mm-hmm. than i did when i got up today regretting the day before yeah and trust me when this cycle gets worse and worse and worse and starts compiling into things oh my god that's when mental illness comes in that's yeah. when like a lot of things comes in and it's like Because you've had these negative habits affecting your soul, destroying you, destroying your brain, destroying your heart, making your muscles weaker, destroying your ability to intake oxygen, destroying all these habits. And then you come at a point in time where your brain is just depleted, bro. I can't like your brain is telling you, I can't. I've been feeling all this all this pain from your body while trying to tell you what to do. And you don't listen. Right. And you don't like your heart is telling you something. You don't listen to your heart. So you do what's on your brain, you're hurting your brain because like your brain is trying to think in different ways. And you're like, no, I'm just going to do what I want. That's it. Like, What my brain is telling me to do, yeah, I'll, I'll do it right now. And then like you hurt your brain. So when you think about, you're not following your heart anymore. You're only using your brain to think and your brain is now damaged. You're a mentally ill person. Mm-hmm. That's just how I choose to see it.
0: That's so crazy because like from what I'm getting at, it's like the soul, it's like a it's like a bonfire yes and if you're not fueling that bonfire it's just gonna get smaller and smaller but you feel that bonfire with family with with improving the world with it with love with like just and that's really crazy and then that gets stronger and then that so it's stronger and then it's pointing you in a stronger direction with a stronger point of view with a stronger plan and then that just guides you to fulfillment because the happy happiness is a trap happiness is a big trap my friend ben always said if happiness was the goal of life Heroin addicts would be the happiest people in the world, the most fulfilled people in the world, but it's fulfillment because you cannot, you can be happy without fulfillment, but you cannot be fulfilled without, you can't be, you can be happy without fulfillment, yes. but you can be, you can't be fulfilled without being happy.
1: Yes, man, I love that. I, like the way, the way I see success, okay, just like I said, it's, it's, it's a ball of life and ball of success. And I, I don't like to talk about success a lot of times because life is more than that. And I, I wish like, I could use my time talking to people and educating them on other things because everybody talks about success.
0: But success is a
1: subjective, right? It's just so subjective, bro. It's like it's up and down too. like <laughs> I'll tell you right now. if Someone tells you a story about how they made a million in, in six months, whatever. Sure, they might be giving you formula, but like your chances of recreating that, let alone their chances of recreating that is not the same as when it was in the first
0: that's time. my problem with clubhouses of late i saw one room it said how to take your business from zero oh, to one clubhouse, million dollars yeah. in eight yeah. days i'm like what
1: yeah clubhouse i think i think anyone who tries to like brand and and here's here's the problem okay this isn't an issue with like human beings like oh we're just the types of people to just cap no it's not it's the problem of branding and a lot of people like to brand as success of of their life. You can't brand success. You can't brand something that is ever changing like if I told you Scott right now I have a shirt that changes design, shapes, colors every single day. Right? You could tell me, "Oh, we're going to brand it as like uh, a hip-hop t-shirt." But what if tomorrow it has like Lululemon and like and like pink fairies and stuff like that? That can't be sold as a hip-hop t-shirt. But then the next day it's like it's like a hip-hop, so you're like but look, it can be. But it's like it's changing everything. Yeah. That's what success is. If you go and give advice on, on something about success and it's not in terms of like habits and self-discovery and, and actually benefiting this and it's directly advice towards the ball that keeps moving. Foundation is gone. Bro, the advice, it's like you have to pick and choose at that point. You can't take advice as a whole. But when I sit down and give someone advice as a human being, like, yo, this is what you should do. This is that these are the habits you need to get rid of. These are the things that's a one on one conversation We're versus this branded bullshit that like people are like, Yo, how to make a million dollars in 30 days? Eight days, like, <laughs> eight, no, no, six hours. <laughs> how to make a million and twenty seven thousand three hundred and sixty two dollars and fifty six cents in six hours. <laughs> like, bro, like calm down, you know, like I get it. I get it. People can talk about case studies, people can say, Look, what I did, it's fine. You're probably bringing evil eye upon yourself by telling people what you did and how much money you've made that's cool and i think that's why a lot of people are falling from the top bro we talk about you know the struggle to get to the top but like what about the what about the people that are already there and falling off every day yeah because of dumb shit
0: and not adapting and and stuck in their ways and the big thing is not not improving you know some will, will have a little bit of success and then they choose not to improve themselves. You right. know, they, they become complacent. And then they, th- and the worst part is they think that they have all the answers. Right. That's the worst thing you could possibly ever think about yourself. <laughs> I have all the answers right. because I did this. Like I, when I was living in LA, I was like, I got humbled in LA, got my confidence from St. Louis because I saw people in St. Louis who made 200,000 a year. Yeah. And they think they act like they're better than everyone. They think they're better than everyone because their environment's like that. Okay go to LA. Some of those houses you couldn't even rent monthly with your yearly salary. Let's see how let's see how cocky you are back then, you know? Right. Let's see if you have if you know all the answers. So, I think environment as we were talking about at the beginning is so important because if you don't see what's possible, I remember Grant Cardone's video of him, he went to Italy just to look at these like super yachts, 700 million, and he goes, "I like to look at these things because if you don't see what's possible, yeah. you don't even realize it is possible." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that's that's, this That's what it why is. we're in Miami, baby. Exactly. I got to leave probably like six-ish. What time is it?
1: Bro, can we talk about how hard it was to actually record this podcast? What do you mean? Oh, the yeah. The journey. Yeah. Oh, my Bro, God. The journey. Okay. <laughs> Guys, the journey to getting here
0: was crazy.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: no cap. Like, do you want to explain? Absolutely. Okay, I'm, so, I'm, I was going that. to Los Angeles, and obviously, we have the mobile podcast set up. I forget what these are called. But I ordered these on like Amazon or something, right. and I ordered one. I'm not sure why ex- exactly. Oh, because I was getting the wireless mic, and then right. these like microphone attachments came with it. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Right. I tried it out with a mobile podcast. I'm like, this would actually be pretty sick. Oh, I'm going to Los Angeles. I can actually do podcasts out there. Let me see if I can get another one. Right. And I was wondering, why did these take two weeks to get to my house? You know, usually Amazon's right. like two days. And so right. I look at my local Best Buys, they have none. I look at everywhere target everywhere no one has them I'm like well st louis sucks with this at least i'll have them in los angeles i look in los angeles look no at fries has. nothing look at everyone in los angeles nothing every camera store nothing i realized they're not sold in america they're sold in canada and i was planning on doing a podcast with who's junior. your only canadian friend huh <laughs> exactly so i'm like junior i got a situation here i found these in canada and you're like i'm on it yeah i'm on it i'm on it so i
1: had you bro a couple hours yeah a couple
0: hours he gets it he face signs me he's at fedex one day shipping Trust me, and so the next day i get to la and you have to sign for the package yeah. and it, i don't think i even told you this as we it were leaving perfectly
1: yeah you told me yeah
0: as we were leaving the garage the fedex truck comes up i'm like oh my god this is perfect i had like three yours included four podcasts to yeah. do and then i'll let you tell what happened on your side when yeah you- bro
1: i mean we've we've been trying to to film this podcast and just Honestly, like, I feel like me and you are super similar. Like, in terms of story-wise, like, just timeline-wise, you know? Like, what we've done, the struggles that we've gone through. Like, we can say that we've gone through at least one struggle. Our timeline is, like, yo, three years ago, I wasn't shit.
0: Yeah, same. Same. About (laughs) three years ago, I got into dropshipping.
1: About three years ago, I wasn't shit. Like, and when I say I wasn't shit, it's, like, I'm not talking about person i'm talking about success my success ball was like super low and it wasn't moving there was no traction like that shit was almost non-existent i had it there i've been doing this for six years but three years ago i literally didn't have shit. i didn't have emergency fund i didn't have investment portfolio i didn't have anything that like allowed me to have you know a more stable six ball of success i didn't i didn't have anything that allowed me to you know grow it i didn't That was three years ago but now it's like when i see myself today let's say i talk about myself three years from now i might say the same thing. right right you know what i mean so that's the scary part it's like i don't want anyone listening to this thinking like oh they saw me three years ago thinking i was up or like i was doing something and then now i'm just saying like oh that wasn't anything i'm not trying to knock it down bro three years ago i was achieving things that a lot of people didn't achieve i was doing things that a lot of people couldn't do and i was surviving in environments that a lot of people couldn't survive in mm-hmm. and that just built like more skill in me bro like i didn't care sure i was struggling i was working a, a car sales job not a car sales like car wax sales so you're in a wow. gas station selling car wax to people going up face to face like your your sales manager is like go talk to this person why aren't you going it's like oh i don't think they're gonna buy it's like what go over there you're gonna get fired and it's like okay (laughs) like you just have to go right and it's like damn like life will put you in situations where you know you start sleeping in your car because you're not working hard enough you start doing things and it's like a lot of people couldn't survive that yeah a lot of people will go and and find the exit which sometimes the worst case scenario is suicide Mm -hmm. right and a lot of times like people don't like to talk about why people exit certain scenarios, but it's most of the time it's because they're weak. They're weak and why? It's because their whole life is just one ball. Mm-hmm. When your whole life, especially if you're trying to succeed, right? If you're trying to make it and you're trying to get up there and, and change, your, change your living situation and you're trying to hop, hop the fence, a lot of times your life gets to the point where if you don't have stability in at least one thing, everything is just merged together you'll feel like shit you'll start getting mentally ill like we just talked about yeah you know you you'll start to get these these i wouldn't say like spaz spazes and like stuff like that but it's it's essentially like phases in your life where you go through trauma you put yourself through that trauma right and it could be in any position in life that you're in but you're putting yourself in trauma because you want to exit yeah, you want to exit,
0: and cause that's because un- you're because it's uncomfortable.
1: Exactly, and it's like, yo, if you want to exit, and you just you're you're just weak, you just want to give up. It's because everything is together, bro. I never want to exit my relationship. I never want to exit my my relationship with my dad and my mom. I don't want to exit, you know, my my religion. I don't want to exit like my habits of waking up and brushing my teeth every day. Why would I give that up? Why? why bro like what like you know what i mean like why would i give yeah. that up unless i let myself go and it's like six months fast forward i'm like what what the hell just happened for the last six months then i get it i understand why i would let it go but i think it's even better to be in a state of mind where you're lost for six months lost for two years lost for three years and you don't take an exit and don't give up then like doing something for a week exiting and then trying something else and then repeating the process
0: because that's how you find yourself
1: exactly and this this whole podcast I think is about self-discovery bro like no yeah. cap like we talked about first question was like how did you get in the music industry and I told you like it's literally about self-discovery and we could talk about the music industry if you want but I think just to make sure that this podcast adds as much values as possible to people because I know at least at least one person is going to listen to this and be like damn like like damn like like this resonated with me right because we were kids in that position Scott Mm -hmm. we're like we're not trust fund babies we're not we're not royalty kids we're not kids that we're actually kids that like you know people saw us and were like you're not gonna make it yeah we're the types of kids that like you know you're you're you gotta settle down, cause yeah. you're going cra- You're not gonna make it. We weren't supposed to. Yeah, you're you're doing some you're doing some crazy stuff, and it's like they're just they're just trying to compare you to like everyone who's a sheep, everyone who's who's doing something that is like
0: they're trying to pull you down to their level.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's like yo, you're doing you're doing crazy stuff. You're you're going to, you're watching YouTube videos about dropshipping. You want to make money, huh? You're crazy. You're crazy. And it's like, bro, I know what I need to get to the next level in life. A lot of kids don't need money. And I've met a lot of people that are super wealthy, bro, that I've fallen in love with because it's like, those are real people that understand self-discovery. Yeah, Like you don't need money to self discover yourself. But in our situation where we came from and how we came up, money was a big part of it. Mm -hmm. If it was two rich-ass kids sitting down right now with trust funds and everything, not saying that we're not rich, but (laughs) I'm just saying if it was two rich-ass kids, you know, Grown up on wealth their whole life built on everything they don't ha- ever have to worry about money and that's just how their life is set up to discover themselves they have to go through a lot of different steps and if you say money yes. they'll laugh they'll be like no but for us money was a big part of self-discovery and i think that's what is th- that's what the challenge is it's yeah. really just like finding out how do you discover yourself and that's why like right now this is super important because we said how to self-discover bro there's you know the separation there's the idea of realizing that I might have one of these four things that like, you know, parents depending like education nine to five or like, you know, just like something that holds me down, something that keeps me like from, from even trying things from doing things. What's, what's holding me back. Mm -hmm. You know, people talking bad about you, like what are the things? And if you can find a source of that in your life and eliminate it or eliminate all of them, then you'll find yourself getting closer to that you'll find yourself getting closer to succeeding. You'll find yourself closer to self-discovering yourself and actually dying a happy soul. Right. Yeah. Because bro, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Why a lot of people just choose to live in an environment where their brain is shut off. Like I, I don't get it. Like I actually don't get it.
0: Cause they got to confront that feeling. And, and, first of all i just want to say i think the weakest people in the world are the ones who get offended by someone else's improvements and i had a situation like this like wow did you, did you see that photo i posted recently where i'm like 20 pounds less and i'm like my abs yeah, are poking through Congrats, if you lo- if you look on that comment, dude i'm gonna probably get in trouble on this but fuck it um this one person from my high school commented on it,
1: it she belonged to the streets so that's yeah, what that's what it is. i
0: actually didn't know if she i even knew her until the comment but she was like um I'm unfollowing you for this one. Bye. And I'm like, okay, there's something going on here. There's something going on here. And I look. I'm going to get so much trouble for this. She, she put okay, on like f- okay. 60 pounds, dude. Okay. Okay.
1: Six- let, me tell you, let me tell you something about that. It's your social media page. Yeah. She's following you. And I'm not following her. She chose to comment on your post and, and boost your engagement. Yep. She chose to dedicate her time her limited time on this earth to comment on your picture. Unbelievable only to tell you that she's unfollowing you. I think there's more behind that. I think there's a bigger reason why she did that. And maybe subconsciously she used to think of a way of you and like she she was attached and then like somehow, somehow she's like, this does it for me. She was having a bad day or something and she's like, this does it for me. And then you're trying to analyze it, looking at it like, yo, is this bitch stupid? Like, yo, is this girl, like, dumb? Like, what are you saying? Like, a- yo, offended- get out of my
0: comments. Delete. Like, done. Like, I would understand if I, like, made a huge caption that was very controversial. Mm-hmm. All it was was, Miami's the move, and I'm just fucking hyped about it shirtless. And that offended her.
1: Oh, so it wasn't even the comparison post. No. It was wow. just the picture
0: of saying, I'm moving to Miami shirtless. Stop playing with Scott, man. That's yo, what I'm saying. Scott's so, a nice guy, man. Uh, I know, like. At the beginning, those comments, like especially when I was running Facebook yeah. ads, dude, I was getting like death threats and shit, they used to bother me. I'm not gonna lie, but then I started looking and and like looking at these profiles, I can tell this person isn't happy. this person isn't happy, they obviously aren't happy because they wouldn't be uh saying that, but if you look at
1: they're literally spewing unhappy shit, of course, they're unhappy
0: bro and like- you and like i don't I've never met a happy person, truly happy person that goes around commenting that shit on Facebook or Twitter so the, since I've been so deeply enthralled in it, I can recognize these things. And I know when someone... When, like you said, there's something way more going on there right. than meets the eye. You're unfollowing me because... I'm,
1: oh, there's something... Bro, there's a lot going on that you can't even see. Because I'm telling you right now, she probably virtually fell in love with you. And then she's like, oh my God, this guy's posting his shirtless pig. She probably... You know, looks at guys' pictures all the times, and 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 feels like that's something that turns her on. Someone who has a shirt off. I don't know. I don't know what her signals are to to get turned on, but that's that's my assumption. Like, why would someone comment something hateful? And it's like, bro, I think what you said. The quote. I just wanna. I just wanna go back to it real quick. Just like, like let's go back and say, <laughs> I've never seen a happy person going and commenting and doing that shit. And and commenting negative stuff i agree bro and when i heard that quote back in the day when i like i used to troll i used to like comment on people's comments or Same. Like, dm like i i think i'm still blocked by king batch bro on yeah Instagram. i'm
0: blocked by alec monopoly yeah so
1: <laughs> i i messaged him i was like yo like you're such a fraud bro like i didn't say mean shit, but i said something and i was like yo like like i don't fuck with you and it's like and when was this this was a while like, this was like seven years eight were, years were you happy with yourself back absolutely then? not bro Exactly. Absolutely not. And and I'm, this is not to say that like, bro, there's grown ass adults doing this. I was a child. I was a kid. Like, th- I could say I had an excuse, but I'm not gonna take that route because I don't. I don't like to, to depend on excuses. Like I'll just face it and move on from it, right? But a lot of people don't understand that it's like. It's a very very toxic thing to do to comment negatively. Like you're actively doing it. Like, you're literally doing it, bro. Like, like in, in real life, when you translate it in real life, it's like me having to go up to your face and, like, insult you and, like, look like a freaking idiot. And if I was looking at myself in the mirror, I'd be disgusted, right? And I'd have to do that to actually get that negative reaction yeah. across. Versus online, it's, it's your phone. But you know what? The mental destruction that it causes to you yes. is the same. And the effect that it has on a person is less so it's like yeah. it's a self-destructive thing to do right you want to confront someone confront them in real life that's how you get the point across online exactly they're going to brush it off but you know what it's going to destroy you because you become that destructive person and you're going to destroy relationships with your wife with your girl with, with your with your with your girls like if you have daughters and, and kids with your mom with your dad like it'll destroy relationships to the closest people to you
0: tell me if you know this one sometimes oh, i look and see who's on the other side of the shade Okay. Most times it's someone who's just underage Who's probably just alone and afraid And lashing out so someone else can feel their pain You know that one?
1: What the fuck bro. That's Drake baby You just dropped the Drake bar That's Drake baby On me Come on bro I love that Cause that but, line
0: is what really helped me with When I was getting Cause I, I scaled two of my personal Facebook ads to millions and I'm, people I'm were still sending getting goosebumps. Death threats Death threats after death threats I hope your mom gets cancer and die I'm gonna fucking kill you All this shit and the way it didn't let me affect is that line because I'm like, if you look at who's on the other side yeah. of the shade, why would I listen to anything this guy's saying right. or this girl or anything? I don't want to be like that person. Right. So how could I ever let that affect? Like I would be the crazy one to ever take right. that comment seriously. Right. But however, th- there is a flip side of that. If your good friends, your trusted friends, like someone you really trust says something that might seem negative and hurtful, It could be, like David Goggins said, if your friends are calling you fat, maybe they're mean, but maybe you're just fucking fat. Because (laughs) on on Christmas, yo,
1: yes, I agree.
0: On Christmas, my friend, he saw me. He goes, "Damn, dude, you've been putting on the quarantine pounds." Thank you. Drop 20 pounds the next month. Thank you for actually saying something. Because the biggest revelation I got from January was to tell someone that they're perfect just the way they are is one of the biggest disservices you can do to anyone. Yeah. You can't, you're telling that person, you cannot improve yourself. You cannot improve yourself because you are perfect. You're perfect right now. You just took any inhibition, any, any like drive that they had. You're saying- Cause you just fed them all the dopamine at once. Exactly. Like, okay, now I'm good. He's right, I'm good. I don't need to work on my finances. I don't need to work on my health. I don't need to work on my, my brain. Yeah. I'm perfect just the way that I am. And that's just great, no nobody's perfect but everyone should be seeking perfection
1: <laughs> you, know, you know there's people that wake up every day and they have people around them that like glorify them mm-hmm. and it's like you live six years of your life yeah being glorified and then suddenly these people start dissipating from your life and then you reach a point where you now almost become this lunatic this maniac um, this psycho do
0: you know the story about the zillow founder who recently died no so he was uh one of my buddies' buddies And I read his story and it was pretty heartbreaking. I mean, he was worth like, I think like 700 million or something ridiculous. That he created Zappos, sold to Amazon and then worked for him or whatever. And, um, when he was someone who always wanted people around him, he loved, like he was in Vegas, he would donate millions to Vegas to improve everything. He just wanted to help everybody. And he loved being surrounded by people. COVID hit and he wasn't surrounded by anybody. So he took a bunch of his friends and paid them. He's like, what do you make yearly? I'll triple it just for you to live with me. So they all moved into I think Salt Lake City House and they all started getting into drugs, specifically whippets. And he'd be doing whippets all day. He wouldn't sleep for like nine days, but he was surrounded by yes men that he, like if this yes man calls him out on the bullshit, he risks his only livelihood of not getting paid. So he's being told you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. They're doing whatever you want. But it fed and fed to his self-destruction because he died um, in a fire the house caught on fire and nobody and he was like trapped in a closet but nobody knows if he was actually trapped in that closet or if he chose to stay in that closet but that's what happens when you're surrounded by yes men i'm so happy i have real friends to call me that out of my bullshit. such
1: an extreme like it's a real life example like this isn't this isn't like fake this is a real life example and it's such an extreme example that gets the point across and i think it's it's a good point to piggyback piggyback off of to get to the next point which is like like being here and and being like surrounded with a lot of people because that's what miami is about especially if you're living in a in a mansion like this right everybody wants to visit everybody wants to visit everybody wants to come through and like you're you're most likely if you're living in the house you're going to be surrounded by yes men, because everyone that's here what what do they want they want to be in the house they want to enjoy the house they want to enjoy the vibes and like if you're the one living here, by association, they're gonna try and be yes men to you, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, if, and this is this is something that I really take to heart. When you have people who don't know you that approve of what you do, most of the times it's kind of fake. Yeah, it's not real, like. Imagine, like, you, you go into the studio with people that you never met before. You make a song, and everyone's like, yo, this shit's fire. Right. It's a lie. Cap. That happened to Gucci, man. Cap. But you go into a studio with your boys of 10 years. You make a song. You know what? And this is, this is the crazy part. You'll still get the dopamine and happiness. The same happiness as, like, as if you actually recorded a real song even if you recorded a bad song, being with your 10 years friends, if and only if, only will you feel fulfilled around your friends of 10 years or your long-term friends or your your circle, only if they give you constructive criticism, Mm -hmm. real feedback, not just, yes, sir. Yes, master. That was sick. That was sick, but yep. Mm -hmm yep like bro that was fire like no i don't want to hear that yo i think you should do this with the flow and then like actually have a, t- have a discussion about it why-, why do you think i should do- go on the mic do it like you know that type of stuff and it's like this is how the world was built the world wasn't built from yes men bro mm-hmm. like the world wasn't built to what it is today and it evolved to what it is today because you know people chose to be ignorant. No, like people chose to make a difference and people chose to think otherwise and people chose to elevate themselves. And that's why like, when you choose to surround yourself by yes men, you will never get anywhere in in world. And never, you will never get anywhere in the world. And why why do I say that is because yes men don't necessarily provide you uh, uh, the feedback that you need to grow. And I think without feedback, like, even when you look at science and you talk about a feedback loop, which literally has the word feedback in it, and it's essentially how everything in our body works. When you have a feedback loop, whether it's a positive feedback loop that just feeds itself. So it's like, it's in real life, that's what infinity means. It's a positive feedback loop, right? Feeds itself. It's right. just ever going. It just doesn't, never ends, never ends, never ends. Negative feedback loop is the same shit. It's like, never ends, but it's like, It takes you like steps back so it shuts off for example Mm -hmm. like if something happens shuts off something happens it just keeps feeding those feedback loops are what allow you to evolve and like we said this this ball of success is always moving so to have something that's always moving you need to have feedback and if your friends are not giving you feedback and all they're giving you is cap or compliments you can't build success with compliments no and you know what? You can't build success with hate comments either.
0: That's for sure. I like, have never seen Jeff Bezos commenting shit in someone's yeah. post.
1: Or Jeff Bezos paying attention to his hate comments. Either. Yeah, now he doesn't so far, even care. People can comment, bro. I, I, you could look at Jeff Bezos comments right now. Elon Musk like. People ask them for money all the time. Like you think if they were looking at this shit, like oh my, oh my god, I make so much money, and all these people are asking me for money. Like I feel so bad. Our time
0: like, to pay their fair share in taxes, even though they're paying their fair share in taxes. It's like
1: same thing. Like oh yeah, you got a good body. You post a picture of it, and then everyone who doesn't have a good body is telling you, oh, I'm gonna unfollow you. No, give me, give me tips on how to get a good body. Like bro, don't pay attention to that. Yeah. That's not what the world is made for. Unless you're like a a a gym a gym influencer or like you know someone who's a Person, personal training yeah. and you're trying to make money off of that that's a whole discussion yes but then like just you as yourself bro like when you see someone hating on you for no reason it's like a high school friend it's like yo what the fuck like there's always a reason bro. there's it's never Alone, random I'm afraid it's never random like you might see it as random or like it's a random fucking person but like it's never random there's always something behind it sometimes believe it or not it is random but there's always like There's always going to be a reason bro. why did they do it like what did they see of you before that they don't see now that caused them to like you know yeah and that's just that's just how it is bro like you can't control that and i think if you let it affect you then you're slowing yourself down
0: if you let it affect you then it becomes your fault yeah because it's not
1: feedback what if it's not feedback what do you need it for like bro if, if we're not talking and giving each other feedback on how to you know navigate in life and like Literally breaking down what we've done and thinking about it and and digesting it. If we weren't doing that, we wouldn't be able to evolve from this. We wouldn't be able to wake up tomorrow and and not talk about this and already know what it is and for the rest of our lives, we understand it and can reiterate it to other people when we have conversation. That's just how life works. That's how knowledge gets passed down. That's how feedback gets passed down. But then you have people that, you know, like you said, surrounded by yes men and at, at a point in time, They are. They know themselves. They became empty, and the thing with yes men is, bro, you can be at the
0: top and it'll drain you. Hundred percent. It'll drain you. It'll literally put you at the bottom. And I promise you this: yes men will never have your greatest interest in mind. Only theirs. They're saying yes, yes, yes to everything for a reason. I've
1: never been a yes man, so I can't. I can't talk. I've been around yes men though.
0: And I realize they don't have your greatest interests in mind. I'm sure you've been around a, a bunch a, of yes men lot, too. A lot,
1: but I don't pay because like I never chose to surround myself with yes men. Like, yeah. Even my younger brother is like the opposite of a yes man. Like he he ground me, you know. Like I it's bro, important. everyone in my life grounds me, bro. Like not like grounded like punishment, but like keeps me grounded because I'm the source of elevation. I'm the source of like yo, I, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. You always have to be that. And people around you have to be the grounding factor, the factor that solidifies everything that you're doing, not holding you down. And that's why I said grounding, not anchor or like floor, you know, like they're grounding you, they're holding you down. The ground is stable, right? Floor is not stable. You can have unstable floors, but the ground is just, it's objective. Objective means that it's everywhere. It's the same, it's one, the ground is one. So when someone grounds you and they hold you down, that's actually for your own benefit yeah right when someone tells you yo congrats you made a million be humble i saw you acting this way you did this you did this i don't think that's right because it's going to hurt you like this and this is just me personally because i I love you and i'm telling you this because i love you nothing else not because i was in this position not because i'm i don't understand how it how it would feel and this is good advice bro this is grounding advice this is a real people that you want, you want to have around your life because those, those are the people that will give you the feedback that will ha- allow you to grow and but then, push you to elevate exactly you have yes men what are they gonna say congrats bro you got a million streams next day you wake up you feel like shit Yeah. man everyone just gr- like gratified me and that's it dopamine doesn't last that long it's like what like it's like It's like the worst way of communicating as human beings like you don't move and just say yes 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 and then you just like follow it's not like a a mother and it's little ducks behind like you know like bro a lot of people don't understand this stuff and that's why i think it's super important to talk about it yeah like this this stuff i would never be able to learn it if it wasn't a a compilation of everything that i've gone through life and different conversations that i've had with people at you know greater greater levels and People at lower levels and everyone just kind of combining these these thoughts. And obviously reading books helps solidify and allows you to not structure it like a book, but you can essentially structure it like chapter by chapter. We mm-hmm. can have conversations and like go back to a certain topic. Right. This is what this is a skill that reading gives you. But then a lot of people don't even understand. Sometimes, like we said, back to the sheep conversation, it's like people will be talking, it's just pieces of conversation. Just random shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's do this, let's do this. Let's get up let's just randomly do this like no bro that's not how life works you know so i guess me being here i hope i hope we can just keep teaching people bro i know you're moving to miami A month so we're gonna gonna be doing some legendary stuff bro absolutely Home cap. a lot of paddleboarding too yeah man. a lot beach, of jet skiing the beach is the beach is insane like you know we we have these talks because like we're we're woke people but at the end of the day, we're only human. Like, we want to enjoy this environment. Life is life is nice. You feel me? Feeling the water, feeling the air, like, being able to breathe, like. Like, bro, clean air. Like,
0: you know? And that's another thing. A lot of people get so wrapped up in being successful, being successful. They forget to take a step back and enjoy. Enjoy the path of being ah, yeah. successful. Just enjoy life in yeah. general. But if you, it, it's like. And
1: I didn't say, like. The, the three million dollar bedroom in a, in a seven million dollar mansion i didn't say i didn't say the heated pool i didn't say <laughs> oh the, the the sushi that's sitting on the table no nah, i said air i said the sounds yeah right and that's that's what real like fulfillment is bro it's what really heals your soul and all these material things and all these things that you know we think heal our soul don't actually heal our soul and i bet you nobody will understand that until they've had their souls broken or like, sh- like completely like obliterated through trauma and then like healed. And then it's like, yeah, this is how I healed. I, I like, you can't like, not a lot of people can talk about this. yeah. And that's why I think this is such an important conversation because it brings up something that a lot of people are afraid to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about a lot of things that a lot of people are afraid to even think that way because they think, oh, you just have to be like super elevated to think like this. No. You just have to be in a certain state of mind to reach the goals that you want to set for yourself. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of kids like us that want to do seven figures in a month, that wanna do six figures in a month. But how are they gonna get there if they're not if they're not thinking forward, if they're not pushing their brains to actually think this way? Yeah. Right?
0: And appreciating what yeah. they do have. It's not the their way. fault.
1: It's not their fault that they were raised with parents that, you know, are boomers or parents that don't understand the the implications of like technology on on society or like how to how to educate yourself by yourself nowadays like there's a lot of things that they don't understand and that's fine but for you to feel like damn there's no one in the world that's helping you i think if you're listening to this podcast right now you should never say that again 100 percent and that's that's bro come on man we're here bro you see us you see what we're doing we got luca is that Luca? Oh, my God. Oh, my guy, God.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, we're like an hour and a half in. We're about so to wrap up. We're wrapping it up. I got a flight to catch. <laughs> yeah. He's
1: about to leave.
0: I got to, yeah.
1: First Why Tesla.
0: I got He's to fix to my to car.
1: Fix That's the Tesla, man. It's Tom Brady
0: versus I put it off for three months. This company's going to cut me off soon.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tom Brady versus Elon.
0: It's it's pretty wild how this entire time we haven't we haven't talked one basically anything about what you do. Yeah. About uh, any talking of you. about
1: like the most raw like form of, of human which is self-discovery. Yeah. Right. I think that's super important because that's what brought me into the music industry. And like I don't know if there's anything specific that you want to know bro but like my journey in the music industry is wild.
0: We can save that for part two I wild, think.
1: And I think part two will be fire because right now what I'm doing with the music industry is mostly like compared to what where I'm going to get to is baby steps. Obviously to a lot of normal people it's like, "Damn, it's crazy. Like, you're 23 doing all this stuff. Like, it's crazy." Right? I'm not even 23. I I've, I've said this whole podcast I'm 23. I turned 23 in September. Oh. <laughs> I'm 22. Oh,
0: September what? September 25. That's okay. You want to hear something weird? Yeah, tell me. Um, my birthday is September 21st, my brother's birthday is September 23rd, my dad's birthday is September 25th my grandpa's birthday is september 24th my best friend logan's birthday september 12th my other best friend tristan's birthday is september 4th and my other best friend tony's birthday is october 4th what are the chances of that when's your birthday ah get out of here get the fuck out of here! (laughs) september
1: September boys no i I, bro i i i'm telling you right now like it's not about age it's not about money it's not about It's just about what we talked about is being able to self-discover yourself. And that's why I found myself in the music industry where like someone like me can really excel because I self-discovered myself well and I understood what I was supposed to be doing. Right. And obviously like, I don't have a good grasp of what I want to do or exactly how my plan is going to go down to get to to Drake status or the weekend status and and elevate even beyond that. Cause I don't think like that, that, what is that? That's already something that's been done. I don't want to do that. Right? I want to elevate beyond that. And for me, I, I knew that it was going to be the music industry. And the reason for that is because I was willing to take risks as a young kid. Like the, the way I got into the industry and like became like in the industry is Sabrina Claudio's manager, bro. First ever like person that offered to fly me out. And that my like my mentality in that in that state of mind, I think it was like 2017. I had dropped my first song, Huster. And like hey someone someone like hit me up and i was like who's this guy and i look at him it's like nile and like you know he he has his own stuff going on he works for grass-fed management okay cool it's like yo we should fly out to la bro like i'm gonna send you beats and whatever and like he, he was sending me beats that like they weren't my style but like i was so comfortable being uncomfortable that i knew that i was in the right place and i kept doing it like you know how i was telling you you just have to do something new and try it I was doing something new, reaching out to people online, working for them, doing things that I've never done before. And I was like, I'm comfortable. I'll make as many songs as you want. And that's how I knew like, I was built for this. Then it started from there. Obviously it went up to the point where, you know, the music industry is not easy. To make it as an independent artist, you need to figure out how to promote your music. And that's one of the most important things. And that's where e-commerce came in. E-commerce for me was like life-changing because it allowed me to monetize my presence in the music industry. You know, like I said, three right. years ago, I literally had nothing, but I didn't start music two years ago or one, one year ago. I started music six years ago, right? So I was already on a path of self-discovery, but I think I was slow with it in the beginning because I was so comfortable. I was in university. I had the support of my parents financially. They didn't support anything that I was doing, but financially I knew they were always there, which I don't have that anymore, right? the thought of me getting a job was normal because ha- I would had done internships. I had worked for, for a lot of people. I had worked a lot of nine to five jobs. So it was normal, bro. It was like, all right, yeah, sure. I'm gonna live a normal life. I'm gonna go get a job. I'll go to uni, I'll finish this. But like, because I had self discovered myself for three years and I'm, this isn't like, there's a difference. There's a very, very big difference between being a loser and knowing who you are, right? Because I'm not sitting here just saying this stuff. I actually did it, bro. Like, I, I can prove it. You know, I've changed people's lives while I do it. And it's, and it's because I was so focused and just drilled in on doing what I think is right before the results showed. Yeah. Everybody was not going to believe you before the results show. My my dad was like, yo, I'm not going to pay. Like, I'm, you got to move out the house. Get out the house. Like, you're in second year uni. You you came back from from the dorms because you got kicked out. I got kicked out of my uni dorms.
0: How'd you get kicked out?
1: Oh, long story, bro.
2: <laughs>
0: okay.
1: To simplify it, I was holding a fire extinguisher and they had a picture of it on one of the hallway cameras, which technically was illegal to have hallway cameras and like it was a whole. But I was holding a fire extinguisher, went to <laughs> someone's room and just extinguished the whole thing. Oh, you extinguished yeah. it? Oh my god! Because <laughs> they had done something, but it was a joke. It was it was a friend. Like we still talk, but. <laughs> That's why I got kicked out. Anyway, um, so my dad was like threatening me, right? Threatening me, like scaring me, telling me like, yo, you're doing everything that's wrong. You're not going to succeed. Look at your bank account. Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. Okay, fine. And then I got my mom telling me, you're not paying attention to school. Your relationship with your dad is deteriorating. Your relationship with me is deteriorating. Everyone in your family thinks this. Everyone in your family is looking at it. Look at this cousin. Look at what he's doing. Look at what he's doing. And to me, I would always look at that and be like, what are you guys talking about? None of that is real. Yeah, None of that is real. Everything that you guys are saying, like, look at what this person is doing. Look, none of that is real. I don't want to do any of that. So it's like, you guys are sitting here talking me down, just hurting me, right? And it's it's all because lack of results. And that's why a lot of people quit. I didn't quit. Even though it might have seemed like I was doing something that homeless people like my my dad was like you're gonna be homeless and shit like my my own dad bro telling me that to my face and i'm like no i literally stood in his face bro. bro like this is this is someone that i respect and i'm like you know what this time you're wrong and i'm just gonna prove to you and now my parents love me why because i was actually able to prove to them that i'm a man i'm a man of my word not like my parents could have told me something and I could have listened and been like okay but they would have never seen me as a man after that point they would have never seen me as a real go-getter as a real hustler bro like there's there's fundamentals in that you know like there's fundamentals in actually going and getting what you want a lot of people don't even understand that concept
0: and is that where the concept for hustler came from of course bro that was Six my first side song things. like
1: come on bro i feel like it's just it's just too perfect like it's almost cringe like my come up was like so like but i wrote it i wrote it bro like i was scripting everything i i knew that i wanted to script my image not just like to the fans but also like how i portrayed like junior you know because my my first name is yusuf bro my middle name my middle name is junior
0: this is news to me i know wow i don't
1: don't really talk about it bro like a lot of people don't understand that like this is all scripted. This is all something that I'm doing for the love of, of music and art. Just like Drake is an Aubrey. Yeah. When, when he's Drake. You know, certain people can call him that and then right. certain people will call him Drake. Certain people will call him the boy. Right? But that's just the music industry. I've learned to understand that. And that's why like I move that way. I wouldn't move this way if I was in the mining industry. I would move, you know, but like this is just who I am. And I'm just breaking down the psychology of how I think to you right now. And that's why, like, I choose to go by the name Junior. I choose to go by, you know, my artist name. And that's just who I've embodied myself for the last six years. Nobody can take that away from me, right? Nobody can come and tell me, what are you doing? You're not being yourself. I'm literally being myself. There's nothing else that I'm doing that isn't myself. Like, I w- trust me, bro. From now till the day I die, I will never do something unless I choose to. That will essentially be something that I I don't do. It's not me. Yeah. It's not me. Like people can look at me and be like, yo, you're doing something that's not you. I'm like, this is exactly me. What are you talking about? This is exactly what I want to do. Like, what are you talking about? And it's because I don't put myself in state of minds where I'm toxic like intoxicated essentially like completely blacked out the fuck out where you can't even think about a single decision you can't make up your mind you can't think about oh what am I going to do tomorrow like I'm going to wake up and think like you can't even remember like the things that you said as like mental reminders like I need to call this person like you can't remember those things anymore because you you destroyed your body you destroyed your brain to the point where you can't even think like that
0: and I I like to preserve this shit and there's so many it's not just like alcohol it's like intoxicated on like, yes, men, drugs, dopamine, yeah. you dopamine know, intoxicated is, oh, oh, on. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can be intoxicated that. on so many things all that, that. Forget, that allow you to forget what you need to do. That's why you need the real people around you to keep you grounded. Facts. If you don't have that, then you're surrounded by yes, men, bound to fail. Facts. Well, Junior, this is the first podcast I've ever take, had. Should
1: I take my shades off?
0: Might as well. This is the all finisher. Right. This is the first well, podcast take my I've ever had. Where Most
1: human podcast
0: I've ever had it was one it was a one question podcast and it was crazy you start. i i said how'd you get in the music industry and self-discovery self-discovery yeah. and then it led up to how you actually did it's funny you said the shades some i forget who someone um told me recently like yeah i like junior a lot i don't think i've ever seen that guy's eyes before though <laughs> you're wearing shades a lot dude yeah but now you're letting letting the people see him yeah bro
1: i mean at the end of the day we're all humans we're yeah. all humans and like that's the, that's the part that I don't rock with, with how media portrays itself to the real world. Because a lot of kids, like I said, are like us, bro. There's at least 40 million kids out there that wanna do what we're doing. Six-figure month, e com, fly out, meet their friends that do the same stuff. But how many kids actually get that opportunity? Less than 10,000 in the whole
0: world, bro. You know why? They focus on making the money before making themselves. Yeah. You gotta have that foundation. Right. Like everything we talked about right here, it doesn't matter if you make that money because right. you're, you're building on a shaky ass foundation right. that's bound to crumble. And
1: I think there's another reason as well. It's because not enough people like to show their human side.
0: Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's like we've become a very dumbed down society where you're not supposed to be attracted to. Cap, cap, cap. Yeah. Everything is cap. Yeah.
1: Cap, cap. You see someone with Louis Vuitton, he's rich. Cap, cap. He's not rich. He only has Louis Vuitton because someone gifted it. Like, you know, like there's a lot of cap that you can break down. It's like, this is why it's cap. And if you can explain that to people and actually visualize it to them throughout their life, they'll understand what cap is. But then you could also have it in forms like this where podcasts that talk about people cap and how to how to discover that and how to actually understand, you know, the fundamentals of why capping hurts you.
0: And why being around cappers yeah. hurt you.
1: Oh, come on. Come on, man. See the vibes.
0: The about, vibes are real. The sunsets the right there. It's making me
1: as human as it gets, bro.
0: We're just a couple of humans. Well, wh- what do the people need to know? We're going to wrap it up. What I th- mean, what you guys need to
1: know is part two is going to be crazy. Yes, uh, sir. The music industry, we can talk all about that. But since we're on the topic of self-discovery, I really think building habits is one of the most important things that you can do. And to build habits, you need to find a good source of where these habits come. Like, who is your source that is telling you, what type of habits you should have and i think the best and this is just a very very like coming from me coming from like yusuf like i think religion is like the best source for these habits because when you have habits that are built based on a a a belief system and i'm not talking about uh religions that are like cults or or are like rituals and stuff i'm talking about real religions like yeah I'm not going to talk about there's real reli- like there's a real religion where like the book hasn't been changed like fundamentals hasn't been changed it's just the words of god that's what religion is if you look at the definition of religion it's like it's it's the words of god. like it's god speaking to the people why else would we call it religion it's not us speaking to the trees it's not us speaking to the ground it's literally humans to god that's it that's all religion is so if you draw your habits from that source then you're living in the purest form of a human being and you're, you're feeding your body everything that it needs so whether you choose I want to be successful I want to be fulfilled I want to do this I want to do that you can do it all oh, I almost dropped it again it's all good you can do it all bro like really and, and that's, that's all it's about it's like building those habits and I think like, like you said if there was one thing that I would tell someone today is like build a new habit see how it changes you Stick to it for three weeks, 21 days. See how it changes you. Build a good habit. Not a not a habit where like, I'm going to eat an extra Big Mac every night. Like what?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, like read a book. Read yeah. a book. Try to finish the book in 21 days. Start a habit of reading. Just a chapter a day.
0: Ten pages a day.
1: Like, you know, the, the these things help you evolve and help you take a step forward because... Bro, I'm telling you right now, I don't know what I'm going to need to do in the next five years, every single day to get to where I want to be. But you know what? Because I have certain habits, like waking up early, I'll probably meet people that will help me get there. Yeah. Like, you know, working out, I'll probably go and be in in an environment where if I'm presented with an opportunity because I'm fit, I'm healthy, I'm going to get up and take it and I'm going to kill it. Right. Those are the habits that allow you to be whenever you're in an environment, you can maximize off an opportunity. A hundred percent. Like, that's it, bro. Just build a new habit and just get successful. Because why not? Why, why not? not? You're in the age of crypto. You're in the age of e-commerce. Age of opportunity right now. Age, man. Young in, money. We live in crazy times.
0: Where can they follow uh, you at? At Junior on Instagram,
1: Junior on, on YouTube. We're going to be dropping a lot, of, a lot of YouTube content. But my, my main focus right now, like, is the Millionaire Orphanage. And that's something that me and Julian started with the mentality of just allowing people to have this platform where they can see us and and not see the side of us that's life but see the side of us that's the ball of success because we know how to separate the two right when i'm out here i'm living it up i'm working i'm doing all this stuff when i'm back home i'm not i might be working overseas and yes but like with my girl with my family with my dogs i'm i'm sitting like you know you want to know how i spent new year's eve bro how i celebrated my life and like how i celebrated new year is by spending it with my parents like in, yeah. in the house like just having a regular dinner and then like everyone just talked and we watched the movie and like that's it calm because i don't get to do that anymore because i'm so focused now on building this ball of success that like mentally as a person i still have to use and fuel like certain things that happen in everyday life that are exciting And attach them to my life be like yo you know what on new year's i'm gonna have a family day because every day here is a fucking it's new year's every day bro every day that's what the millionaire orphanage is bro it's like you live to be successful and the successful life is literally like new year's every day i can i can go and buy cakes every day i can go buy fireworks every day but am i gonna do that no but i still get the satisfaction and gratification every single day that i can do it
0: so it's the same feeling absolutely it's the same bro absolutely well thank you so much for this the wind's Man. picking up yeah fast i think one of these cameras might fall over any minute flight's about to flight's about, about to flight's take off i don't even about know about what time chaotic it is
2: now it's about to get chaotic bro.
0: at least we got the sun look at what time is it i need to get the fuck out of uh, here all right thank you so much uh, junior yo appreciate it. it get to your flight bro absolutely uh, sounds like a plan
1: um just let me know if you need anything honestly because